here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Hello everybody and welcome to another edition of Super Jcast. I'm Joel Abraham, with me is Damon McDonald. How's it going, Damon? It's going well. Uh, we were just going over some uh, some of our crazy schedules. Um, the the uh, it's, it's going into summer out there in China, right? Out there in, uh, it's, it's like summerish right now, right, for you? Yes, yeah, things okay. definitely hotting up over here. Okay, all right. So us two, uh, and we're going over our schedules and we're going over uh, our... How, our crazy lives, and uh, but yet we still find time to uh, watch the pro wrestling. And what a pleasure these! Uh, well, I mean, starting a, a couple of days ago with the finals of the Best of the Super Junior, and then now moving on on, on up to uh, Dominion. Uh, we got we, we we're going to a nice little stretch here, and then after that is G One. So we got a nice stretch of pro wrestling here, Joel, to talk about. Well, you say that, but. I've got some bad news, I'm afraid, because the oh. honeymoon period is well and truly over because someone on Twitter asked, can anyone tell me when they actually start discussing Best of the Super Juniors? Because I want to hear their opinions on those matches, but don't have two and a half hours to listen when a lot of it is filler. So, uh, Damon, give me a star rating on Hiromu versus Ishimori and then let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Just take it home? Well, geez. Listen, hey, listen, not for nothing. Uh, you know, Doing one of these things, you got to warm up a little bit, right? You gotta, you know, it's not only just the banter between uh, uh, for your your entertainment or lack thereof. It's about uh, we gotta warm up. We can't just jump right into, you know, we gotta we gotta we gotta grease the wheel a little bit. But uh, all right, you want you want some you wanted some pro wrestling talk right out of the gate. Let's give, let's give them some pro wrestling talk right out of the gate. You I've impatient. got a warm up question for you if you like. Oh yeah yeah yeah, I do need a warm up question. It's like you know, listen, you, you know, in baseball, I mean, in baseball, you don't just go out there and start you know throwing fucking ninety miles an hour, right? You got you to warm up in the bullpen, right? You got to get the arm loose. Jesus Christ. All right, what, what do you got? I was being facetious, Damon. I mean, I think the what this person calls filler, that's an outrage. It's a scandal. It's quality content. You know, I was hoping to warm up with, you know, a 40-minute anecdote about the different flavors of crisps that I saw when yeah. I went shopping at the weekend. <laughs> I saw. Yeah, it was there. There was, there were some good ones there. there. What was the one, that the hot pot? I was like, oh, fuck, that looks really good. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, we're go- we're talking crisps. Fuck it, we're doing we're doing two hours of crisps, right? Fuck it. <laughs> I don't care. All right, what's what's your yeah? We're not question? charging for this. If you don't like it, fuck off and listen to something else. <laughs> this is the crisp cast. Get used that's, to it. That's right. All right. Um, what's your warm? Give me give me the warm up question out of the gate. Okay, so Dave Meltzer asked, oh, no. if you take all aspects of versatile performing, comedy, technical, facials, ability to make foe look good personality, promos, ability to get yourself over, ability to adapt to multiple styles, 
who is the best in the world? We're Put talking porn yeah, or okay. wrestling? <laughs> um, uh, well, we can I do both s- if you want. Okay, well, I, I'm a big fan of the Monique Alexander. She's a little bit of an older type uh, young lady. That's a, uh, How could she be an older type of young lady? Um, but yeah, I like the tattoos. I like the, I like the, like the sleeve. I don't know. She's got a look that I dig. I, I, I like that. And she's very energetic. That's what I like, too. She seems like she enjoys her. And how is she with the facials? <laughs> we're really we're going. I, I listen. I'm sure she. Uh, I'm. Sh- I'm. Sh- I'm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Um. So we're talking pro wrestling, of course. Um. I mean, look, you got to go. Okada, right? I mean, right? Well, my pick. The first person that popped into my mind was a guy we're going to be talking about a lot today, Mr. Hiromu Takahashi. Because I did think Okada, but uh, the comedy... He can do comedy, mm-hmm. Okada, but mm-hmm. I i don't see as much of the comedy and the charisma and uh, getting the crowd behind him as someone like Hiromu does. My two picks were Hiromu and Naito, and they're not exactly hot takes. They're pretty safe picks, but I yeah. thought they were people that ticked all those boxes. No, I think... I mean, listen, I, I've said it before that there's not a guy on the roster that when when they get the, the shoulder tap, it's you know they can go and 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 perform at a very high level. So I don't even th- I think match quality is a wash in many cases, right? I mean, match quality. What's the difference between Kenny Omega and 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 Okada or Hiromo or? Um, Kushida, or I mean, every one of them are can can perform at a a extremely high level. It's those other tangibles that are going to make or or break, right? It's it's it is it is those things that maybe we don't talk as often about. You know, the comedy, the interviews, the 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 persona, the the character themselves. Um, because in ring. I mean, and stripping everything else aside, there's really not much difference between Kenny and and Okada and Tanahashi, and you know they're all at this extremely high level. So if you're taking the tan- the the intangibles, um, I think I I think there's been there's been many six man tags where I've I've giggled and chuckled and uh you know at some of the subtle comedy of of Okada. Um, I think the overwhelming nod would have to go to, to Omega in that regard, right? Um, he's, I mean, I mean, at one point that was probably people's biggest complaint was that there was too much of that. Uh, but I think he can incorporate comedy in a pro wrestling match as good as any of them. Um, interviews, I don't know. Some some people don't dig the the the, the Kenny Omega interview. A lot of people do that style. Um, I don't speak Japanese, but I think that. Okada feels like a guy that may need that that mouthpiece, right? Um, I, but I but I I absolutely believe he connects with an audience. Um, so I think it's a toss up right now. I think it's a toss up between Kenny Omega and um, and Okada at this point, right? I I I and I think everybody else is is a step behind. Don't, I mean, I don't. Let's put it this way. I think for me, it would be like, all right, who would be next in that list? Um, but no, I think I think it's those two, and as luck would have it, in in a few days' time, Joel will have a, a, a match that is I think it's on paper uh, 
a, a dream scenario where you know these guys are going to go at least an hour, um, and both the guys are primed, ready, and you didn't see them on the tour. They're rested. They're training. One guy's fishing. The other guy's training. <laughs> and um, it, that, uh, I think we're in for, for you know, what could possibly be a, a show of the year with Dominion, the way the, the card is lined out, and, and a match of the year with Omega and, and Okada. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I may not be around to discuss that one for the next podcast because I was thinking of just quitting the podcast and becoming a professional meme creator. I don't mm. know if you saw my my sizzling hot one that I released last week. My it, big cast. Yeah. yeah, your big cast. I did. So, I did. I couldn't. I couldn't turn on my computer without seeing it. It was everywhere. Uh, and and here's the thing: I didn't know that it was you. I, I had no idea it was you until you said it, and I was like, "Wait a minute, is that?" And I looked at the name. I was like, "Motherfucker, that's Joe." Um, so, yeah, great job by you. Um, I actually, where did I first see? I saw it on, uh, I think I saw it on Reddit. And uh, you were getting all the karma, right? And uh, and then next thing, you know, you got a million retweets. And well, listen, you should just be a social media manager, right? You should just be doing that with the, with the big, uh, what, what did it take you to make? Less than five minutes? Yeah, I did it while I was at work. Wow. Really? <laughs> Kids running much. around screaming, yeah. kids just just being maniacs, and you're sitting there cutting and pasting like a true. Yeah. Mr. Educator. Abraham, can you help me with this? Like, no, I'm making memes. Do it yourself. <laughs> but this thing that I made, okay, so 2,500 likes, 587 yeah. retweets. But uh, could you help me out? I don't know where exactly I go to convert my fake internet meme points into money. Mm. I think it's called is there, like, Bitcoin. A special isn't website it? or a bank. Is that what that's, okay. is that what is that what Bitcoin is? I think I think he turned into karma points. Sure. Yeah, I don't know the exchange rate, but um, yeah, I think it's, I think it's Bitcoin is what you wind up getting. Yeah, I think it's how it works, right? Um, look, uh, hey, did we? Did, nobody's nobody else. N- you know, no new listeners we got out of this, right? <laughs> just they just came and went, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you're one of those two thousand five hundred people who did click like, subscribe to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. this is good stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we're we're in our infancy here, right? We're we're just starting out. Imagine when we really start getting getting the fucking butter churning, huh? Jeez, yeah, good stuff. All right, um, look, we got shows to review, we got previews to uh, attend to, and uh, again, you had a uh, a great idea how we we're going to run through this. We're not going to review six shows, that's for fucking sure. But uh, we're going to give some overarching thoughts. We're going to give a little report card, right? Um, talk about each of these competitors, and obviously talk about the uh, the final with uh, Takahashi and uh, Ishimori, which, truth be told, I thought was a outstanding pro wrestling match. And I don't know, I'm, I'm, I, was it my favorite match of the tournament? Probably, probably. Uh, I thought it was a really great match. It had me, it had me from bell to bell. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm going all in five stars for that. I yeah. loved it. And part of that maybe is the fact that I had a, a personal emotional investment in it, given that I love Hiromu. I think he's amazing. And the fact that I am going to the Dominion show, the thought of getting Osprey against Hiromu was a lot more appealing than Osprey against Ishimori. Nothing against Ishimori and Osprey. I'm sure they could put on a fine match. But just the thought of being there live to see Hiromu well, number one, have another barn burner with Osprey because the the match they had before um, was it a, a New Beginning? Oh, I can't remember what the show it was, but they they absolutely tore it up. And the prospect of seeing another match of that caliber, and also in all likelihood, probably seeing Hiromu win 
Beltosan back made me realise as this match was starting, shit, I really, really want Hiromu to win this. And I was kind of neutral at the start going in. I've made my prediction that Ishimori was going to beat Hiromu in the final and I was all ready to take my victory lap. But then when it got going, I thought, I really want Hiromu to win. And then as it went on, I just got more and more invested in it and every little near fall, all the big moves, I was right there along the way and I just thought it was excellent. It's the best match I've seen all year. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, to me, if you're looking at MVP performances for, for the entire tournament, I think, you know, Hiromo has to be at the top of everyone's list. Um, I don't think he had a bad match. Right, um, I think his bar is set at very good. Right? There's, there, 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 there's, there's not many guys on planet Earth that, in in a short stretch of time, that I think that could do something as physically demanding as he does on a consistent basis. That's that's number one. Um, yeah, D- Dominion. I mean, if if we want to just touch there short briefly, and then we'll we'll get jump right back to it. That that lineup to me, is better than Wrestle Kingdom. You know, I will always, always prefer a singles match, you know, compared to a schmaz, as we like to call it, right? If you have nine guys in a junior match, you know, it gets a little crowded and it gets a little clustered. And if we if we remember back, Hiromo really wasn't that big of a factor. I mean, he had like a spot or two in that match. But again, you can't have five guys in a match and expect it to be let me take this back you can't have five guys in a match and expect everyone to shine as much as they would in a singles match um singles matches to me just mean more it's more um they're more dramatic to me they're more uh they they feel more important to me um so no uh, i think the idea of an osprey uh takahashi match is ex- kind of exactly what i would hoped it would be um, I, I I know I picked um, Ishimori to win. We came real close. I was going to do a victory lap myself, but no. Uh, you know, in hindsight, I, I agree with you in the sense of Will Osprey and Takahashi singles match, given a decent amount of time, that's going to fucking blow the doors off the building, and that's you know semi main event status, right? And uh, looking at that card, so yeah, that's that's that match in and itself is going to be great. And this uh, Hiromu Ishimori match, it clocked in at 34 minutes. That was the longest match in Best of Super Juniors history. It was actually, it was longer than any of the New Japan Cup matches. And in terms of tournament matches, only Naito Omega from last year's G1 final was longer than that. Uh, did it feel long to you? No, that's uh, that's uh, that's a great point that you mentioned because it did not feel long. There, at, you know, there are times, yes, during the tournament and even in in finals matches for the evening, you know, you know, not finals matches, but final matches, main events of the evening. Yeah, there were times, of course, I'm grabbing my phone or I'm not 110% invested. Um, and I think that's natural. I think there is a certain little bit of burnout when it comes to um, any type of, of tournament, whether it be G1, Best of the Super Juniors, Champions Carnival, you name it. You know, you get you get in, you get into a, a point where matches start getting mixed in, up in your mind just because there's so many and some of them start to feel a little bit the same. Not, not here. Um, yeah, they went, I mean, what, 30 minutes, Joel? I mean, in and around 34. 30 minutes? 
Okay. I mean, that's that's plenty of time on a big show in a big spot. And, you know, and it's given, you know, G1 time, which is always a barometer. So, no, it didn't feel like it dragged. It, it didn't, not once that I looked for my phone. Not once that I, uh, you know, start thinking about other things in life. No, it was, it was on pace. And that's the thing, too. The pace of the match. Uh, there, there wasn't a lull. There wasn't a time where you were like, all right, let me take a breath. You know, the minute you felt like, okay, they could take a breath, they, they did it. They went strong for those 30 minutes. Um, there were no, you know, grab an armbar and, and let, let's sit around for 15 minutes. They were going full bore almost the entire time. Yeah, uh, certainly in the build-up when they were brawling in the crowd, there was the the John Woo drop kick spot with uh, everyone sitting nicely in their chairs, as we talked about before <laughs> we started recording. Wouldn't happen in the states, would it? No, uh, th- we were talking about that. How, and, and you know, when they're dr- dragging each other up the steps and the orange seats, and uh, in the states, they, they would have a trail of bodies behind them, of fans, you know, getting up out of their seats, running over, following the action. And then there'd be a horde of people surrounding the the drop kicks. But no, everybody sat in their chairs. Everybody had their phones. Everybody wanted a picture, of course, or a video. Sure, why wouldn't you? You're right there. You paid for seats, and now you got ringside. I get it. But there was nobody got out of their seat. Nobody, you know, crowded around. Uh, there was just one thing that I just noticed about that that just wouldn't happen in the states. Uh, in, in the states, a pack of animals following them. Um, there, everybody's just you know. Here's, here's the thing. They. Um, and again, I'm speaking for them like I am them, which is asinine, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, it was, you know, I'm not going to ruin the enjoyment for someone else by me standing and being a, a twat. I'm going to f- sit in my seat, watch it, everybody, so everyone can watch it, which uh, is very nice. Very, very, very pleasant and, uh, and did not go unnoticed, Cork and Hall crowd. Good job by you. And that was followed shortly after by uh, Hiromu reenacting the closing scene of The Exorcist, where he was doing his best uh, Father Damien Karras impression, throwing himself all the way down those stairs. That looks horrific. I can't Dude, believe he did t- that. And, all right, I got, I got, I, sorry, I got a story. You want a story? Let's let's break it up a little bit. So, uh, yes, I saw that spot, and I laughed my ass off, and I'll tell you why. So I went, and I told you uh, over uh, the, the weekend, I saw uh, one of my favorite bands. I saw Depeche Mode. Uh, in concert. So uh, we all uh, went with a bunch of friends, uh, went to the show. Uh, we had many a drink. And uh, this young lady that we were with, our good friend, she had a little bit too much to drink. So we're going down the steps to kind of go to our seats. We were in this box, but then there was a, an aisle to go down these seats. Joel, I kid you not, she fucking face plants and rolls down the steps like a maniac. Like, like dare I say, Takahashi. I didn't know what to do. So I panicked and I just turned away and walked back up her steps. I couldn't like, go to her. I, was I like, think oh my the God. appropriate thing to do would be to start a holy shit chant. <laughs> so everybody kind of went around her like, oh my God, you okay? You okay? She hit and rolled down the steps, Joel. She's like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. So, of course, security now is here. And they're like, uh, you know, is everything all right here? And then you're checking her. You really too drunk to be walking? She's no, I'm fine. You know, blah blah. I just slip. I'm a little clumsy. Blah blah blah. But here's the thing, Joel. This girl does this every time we go out, right? Now maybe it's a little bit too much to drink, but she falls every time we fucking go out. I don't think I've ever been out with this this girl. Uh, 
where we haven't been to a bar or a social, where she doesn't fall over something, trip over her own fucking feet, and face plant. But this was that to wrap this thought all up. Uh, yeah, this this was nearly the exact spot when he rolled down those cork and hall steps. I was like, oh my god, it's fucking Donna. Jesus Christ. All right, there you go. There's there's my uh, human interest story for the day. Thank you very much. Um, I bet she didn't work uh, half an hour of a five star classic following falling down the stairs, did she? No, she. This probably... was a pretty dangerous match. Uh, yeah. uh, we got a question from um, Kato Potato at Archaic Bro, who asked, "What do you make of the uh, the D driver, that butterfly power driver that he did towards the end? Ooh. He did it against Kushida as well, because a uh, few people remarking how unsafe it looked, but uh, also gushing over the match. I love it." Uh, and look, if they're able to walk away from it, I'm trusting that they know what to do with that, right? I can't, I can't tell them to not do it because it looks dangerous. That's that's what you want. You want the move to look dangerous. Um, the 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 scary part is if it really is. So listen, they're trained. They they I, I trust them to be safe and uh, know what they're doing. But yeah, I mean, it's I love it. I love I I every anytime I see something like that, it's like whoa. I, yeah, I'm. I'm I'm popping out of my chair. So, um, no, uh, I mean, again, looks dangerous. That's that's what I want. Actually, is dangerous. Uh, okay, I'm trusting that you know the right thing to do. You know, you're grown men. You know what? You know, I'm, and trained. You know, you're not two kids going in a backyard doing that dumb shit. Um, if you know, I I I I trust that they know what they're doing. So, uh, I'm going to defer to them on that. One thing I really liked about this match that was picked up on by the Voices of Wrestling guys um, that there wasn't really a comeback for Taiji Shimori after he got caught in the triangle. He was just hanging on desperately until he was done. He didn't yeah. really power out of it. He didn't get his own flurry in with near falls at the end. And I just think I've got to give big credit to Ishimori for being a great foil for Hiromu throughout this match. And I kind of feared that this would be a match structured where... Ishimori would be beating down Hiromu for the majority of it, and then Hiromu makes his babyface comeback. But it wasn't that at all. It seemed to be a showcase for Hiromu to show off all his big moves and his crazy side and his flips and his dangerous moves and all of that. And Ishimori was just there to help Hiromu shine and get the best out of him. I don't know if you felt the same way. Yeah, to a, to a, to a certain degree, I do. Um, it, it, it was more of the latter than, it, than the former. Um, I mean, again, I don't think he was put in that spot to be the guy to make Takahashi shine. I, because, I, truth be told, I don't think he he needed to do that. Uh, I think he can do that well enough on his own. Um, and now, again, you, it takes two to tango to have a great match. But it's just a matter of, of kind of just saying, all right, go for it, boys. Right? It's, it's, it's you know, I say it a lot, but, you know, when they get the tap on the shoulder and and here's how long you're going to go, or, you know, here's here's the range, and here's what here's who's going over. I mean, aside from that, they're, they're working that shit out amongst themselves. Um, and, yeah, it, it could have gone a different way, but it didn't. I, I, I feel like he – I think I feel like he did I, – I don't want to say that he did more to help himself. Like, like, at the end of the match, I don't want to sit here and say that Ishimori is the star for what he did. But he he put himself in a really nice position in the sense of, I think a lot of people are going to remember Ishimori's performance over Takahashi's performance. In what sense? What do you think really stood out about the performance? 
uh, one of the biggest, comp- not complaints, but I think one of the biggest question marks for me personally was his the fact that he's a heel, right? One one of those things that I was just like, this he just doesn't feel like he's a heel. And I think I turned the corner on that. Um, number one, right? I think by the end of this match, I felt like he he definitely was, can, and should be a heel. No problem with that. Two, again, it, it it there was plenty of opportunity for for me especially to kind of turn the corner on. Uh, again, I, I don't want to make it seem like that it was the Takahashi was, or excuse me, um, Ishimori was there to put over or to uh, make Takahashi like like Ishimori was not there to lose to give him the rub for Taka, for Takahashi. Right? He's Takahashi's already there. If anything, I think it might have been a little bit of a vice versa thing, right? Where it was Takahashi's stature and status and mm, uh, who he is that helped elevate Ishimori into that m- main junior focus, right? Because I think he, it's not like Ishimori is n- no longer in the mix, right? By, by this loss. Um, and again, I think the tournament as a whole, he he has to be at least in consideration for MVP status. This match particularly. Um, I, 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 again, the fact that he was, you know, it, it was there, there was no comeback. There there was no uh, that that usual. Mm, I'm kind of at a loss for words, and I know we do a podcast. Uh, there, there wasn't a sense of oh, of 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 course he's going to fight back and and win. No, it was just like you described. It was in, you're in trouble, done. And I like that. And and I, I I guess I guess if if we're saying that he works the match between the two, um, you know they work it out amongst themselves. You got to tip the cap to him if if that's what he's agreeing to do, right? So yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I know I talked yeah, about I kind of I tried to sort it out in my head and I have seven different thoughts about it at the same time and I don't think any of them came out very well but I think people get my general point I hope I think people enjoy hearing you arguing with your own brain it's mm. one of the high points of the show mm. yeah that's that's so exactly what, what I was going to say is that um uh, th- these are two seasoned professionals you know these are not two kids going out there wrestling um I saw a nice factoid on Twitter by at Guy Gagin saying that uh, it's a combined 63 years old between the two of them. So Ishimori is 35, Hiram is 28. And that is the oldest best of Super Juniors final since 2012 when there was a 33-year-old Taguchi against a 32-year-old Loki. And also in the last 20 years of the best of the Super Juniors, this is only the third time that the final's been between two wrestlers making their first best of the Super Juniors final. So going back to 2007, there was uh, Milano against Inoue, uh, Ricochet against Kushida in 2014, and then Hiromu and Ishimori this year. So in spite of the fact that these are two people in their first finals, they got a lot of years between them, a lot of experience, and it's not a big surprise to me that they put on an excellent match. And another talking point to come out of this is that Tetsuya Naito broke the trophy afterwards. Did you see this? Yeah, I did see it. Um, trophies haven't had a, a good stretch run here in, in modern New Japan times, have they? Um, the one that I always remember because I was there was um, 
Tanahashi breaking the uh, G1 flag, <laughs> doing his air guitar, and then snapping the pole. Um, yeah, that trophy kind of yeah, took, what was it, like a little wing that got snapped or something like that? Yeah, that's right. Hiromu looked heartbroken afterwards. Mm. Well, I think a little, so, little, little, little super glue, that'll help. We'll, we'll, we'll be okay. Yeah, um, he'll be he'll be fine. And thinking about what's next for Hiromu, uh, at Liam underscore D underscore McCann slid into the mentions on Twitter with mm-hmm. some really great insight into a possible upcoming feud with one Kyosuke Mikami. Damon, are you familiar mm-hmm. with this guy? Uh, yes, if you're referring to El Desperado. Bingo. Ah, I get the, uh, I get the win. Yes, yes, because, well... Keep in mind, and and I could be dead wrong, and I'm sure someone will correct me. Um, they were in the same class, right? They were in the same dojo class. They have got a very long history together. So, yeah, Hiromu has never beaten Mikami in a singles match. Uh, Mikami was 15 and 0 against Hiromu before he went on the excursion. They were also a young line tag team together in 2011 in both New Japan and DDT. And two of Mikami's final matches in Japan uh, before disappearing and never to be seen again was a tag match in DDT with Hiromu and then a singles match, which he won against Hiromu. So there's a theory that Hiromu demanded to go on excursion to CMLL, having heard that Mikami was sighted under a mask there. So upon being dropped off in Mexico with neither money nor passport in early 2014, he heard word that a skeletal luchador, similar to the photos he'd seen of Mikami, had appeared at Wrestle Kingdom 8, guitar and roses in hand, congratulating Kota Ibushi after his junior title match. So um, according to this guy, there's an excellent thread about it on Reddit. This is where I'm getting all this information from. Uh, Hiromu Takashi versus Kyosuke Mikami, or El Desperado as we know him, is a feud with a seven-year build. Uh, there's some talk of a mask versus title matches somewhere down the line, maybe Dragon Lee figuring in there somewhere. Is this something that excites you? And what do you think is the ceiling for a long-term Hiromu and Desperado feud? Um, I'm hoping there, it's, it's, it is a long-term feud because... Uh, I think El Desperado, you know, last year for our uh, awards, Des- it, it's really weird. And again, we've only done the awards th- three years, but you could see kind of like a pattern of, especially when it comes to that most improved category, whatever we had, um, where, you know, there's a guy that gets a lot of chatter online and he'll get a handful of votes. And then the next year, he's still in that most improved category, but he gets a lot more votes. And that what that's what felt like with El Desperado, um, I think I thought El Desperado had an, an outstanding tournament. I know that there were you know between uh, Dragon Lee um, and now Takahashi. Uh, yeah, there's. I hope he's in the mix. Now, again, we could speculate and kind of you know play fantasy Booker, but at Dominion, you know, if if in fact we have uh, a title change here, um, I would be more than thrilled. More than thrilled with El Despi uh, and and Hiromo having a nice little program themselves. Um, I once again, again, some of this is always people online. People online are, are really astute and 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 really know their stuff in the sense of they pick up on these little little nuggets and little paths and little avenues and little breadcrumbs along the way, right? Um, and they remember, and they do their research, and they, they kind of 
connect dots. And that's, again, once, you know, it's the long-term build, right? It's those little nuggets that the promotion gives you and those little breadcrumbs that the promotion gives you to kind of be a long-term fan and hang in there and 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 notice these subtle things that that eventually, eventually lead to something great. Now, I'm not saying every scenario is there, but, but you know, there's – there's plenty of things that the promotion can draw from and they do draw from on a on a regular basis that you know might go unnoticed to the untrained eye but uh, who did that who who's who put that all together on reddit do you know um the his twitter name is I think it's cannibalize all uh, capitalists. It's uh, Liam underscore D underscore McCann. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head what is uh, reddit username is but I'm gonna find that out because it was brilliant and he deserves a credit for it. Okay, excellent job by that person right there. Because again, I think that's a very good point. Um, and again, a little history for those who, again, it, it might have been missed. Maybe you weren't a fan. Maybe you weren't on board. But now you have a nice little, uh, nice little package that you can wrap into and dig into to kind of get a little history of of uh, these two guys to make this feud, which apparently, maybe, possibly, maybe, probably, will happen. Uh, and if it does, again, you have something you sit to help sink your teeth into it a little bit deeper. So good stuff there. Uh, that's on Reddit, right? Okay, good. We'll go there and uh, read that. Excellent job. Yeah, totally agree with you. I like the way that it the it doesn't treat the audience like an idiot. It's not spelling things out for you. It does make you work hard for it. And a lot of these details go totally over my head. So uh, very much appreciate people out there on the social media spelling it out for me because I'm I'm a bit thick sometimes. Um, another one that I saw, uh, the moment where Naito was handing over the trophy to Hiromu, um, the presentation with two hands, the acceptance with first the right hand and then the left hand and the bows is exactly how a teacher presents a student with their diploma at graduation in Japan. So just wow. layers upon layers, just very, very rich stuff. Who who um, is that? Did you know? Wait, 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 I mean, here's the thing. It, I don't necessarily think that it was a, like, hey, they're in the back, and I'm going to give this to you in this manner. This is just the way that they do things, right? But still, real life kind of blending into the pro wrestling world, that says, that's, that says something. And the fact, again, that somebody was astute enough and keen enough and, 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 and a good watcher uh, to pick up on that note, I think that's significant. I think it's a little subtle thing that that's highly significant in in the overall LIJ um, landscape, right? If, if landscape is the word I'm looking for, right? It's it, it, there is that there, and again through this whole tour, Naito in, in these interviews that I would say, you know, he's he's pushing the fact that you know these juniors are fucking great, and you should come out and see the juniors and 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 see. Takahashi and 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 even everybody else, um, I, I like the fact that there is this element of a student teacher and again real life kind of blending into pro wrestling. That's that's cool to me. I like and that's and again a great job by that watcher. Good job. 
Okay, here's the. I'm going to give out the plaudits here. That graduation yeah. thing was pointed out by at MythGifts. MythGifts. M I T H G I F S. Definitely worth a follow. And the information about the Hiromu and Desperado feud. Uh, the twi- uh, the Reddit username is the Last Rewind. So do check those resources out because excellent, excellent stuff there. Yeah. Um, was there anything else from the undercards of yesterday's show that stood out to you? Um, Abushi and uh, who was it? Chase against Okada and Will Osprey? I thought was fantastic. I really liked that a lot. Um, I liked. The, I still liked the the. the uh, I, and I saw it on one of the uh, undercards. I know, and I know we're going to get into it. I know. I, I know it's coming. So when we do the, our little report cards. Uh, I like the chase flip tag team. <laughs> I do. I do like that. Uh, I think ACH uh, is, was outstanding. Um, but no, let's do the report card. Um, I think everybody was excited for the finals. I think the semifinals, I think Kushida uh, did an outstanding job as well. I thought he would be, at least ver- be very well up in the mix and very high in the standings. And I, th- I like the fact that he... Uh, didn't advance to the finals, even though he was in my predictions. Um, I think um, there is one, and again, I'm kind of doing overarching things because my brain is all fucking fried today. But um, the one, there's one visual that I'm that will I think I might take with me to my grave um, when it came to this best of the Super Junior, and that's when Ishimori got the win uh, over Yo, right? Um, and Osprey's at ringside, and he, I mean, what a performance by Osprey at ringside, right, to help get over this fucking match, and him cheering on his fellow Chaos, Chaos, Chaos brother, uh, and then the shot, it was the, and again, I bitch and moan about camera shots a lot, but man, New Japan fucking nailed this one, with the over the, you know, it's the, it's, it's, it's Osprey at ringside, and it's kind of like an over-the-shoulder shot of Ishimori kind of like, all right, I'm pointing at you, jerk. And kind of Will doing a subtle turnaround like, ah, oh, Jesus Christ. All right. That that shot, um, I think, was uh, was gold. It was gold. Um, so I, you got to tip your cap to New Japan on that one. That That's one visual that I'll take with me for this entire tournament. Yeah, totally agree. That stood out to me too. Excellent job by the uh, the production staff, the cameras, and also Osprey. Uh, I noted that it was the one time where Osprey screaming actually improved the match. So he gets that one from me. Um, another thing that was notable from these shows is that Tomwaki Honma is going to make his return on June 23rd in Yamagata during the Kizuna Road Tour. So he wants to team with Togi Makabe and has thrown out an open challenge. What are your thoughts on this? I think it's great. Right, I we I think we've all missed him, um, and he he hasn't gotten a lot of talk on on this show and and lots of other shows to be truthful, um, because his status was really unknown. That's that's one thing that they do. Um, they they really don't talk about injuries and and updates and um, status health status. They're very private with that kind of stuff. Um, so. Nobody really knew the, the severity and 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 what the recovery was like. You would see pictures of him, um, you know, in the gym or in the dojo, and you know, you kind of hope that 
that that that's what we, we were gearing ourselves up to. But um, yeah, they're very like. Truth be told, I don't. I'm not even 100 percent sure what the exact injury was. Do you? Was it a concussion? No, I know was it was it... A, a botched Tangman DDT from I think it was Jado who did it, yeah. and it was it was some sort of neck injury. Okay, yeah, it was so neck, spine. Okay, but I mean, yeah, and he was the... paralyzed for a bit. I think he he couldn't move. Yeah, I, right. If I'm not mistaken, that that that's I remember when it first happened and them, you know, if it was just a stinger or, but yeah, I mean, it's, but okay. So, is anybody concerned? Nobody's worried because uh, here's the thing: I'm, I'm not. He's got med- if he's medically cleared, they're not going to put him in the ring if he's not medically cleared. Um, so I, I don't really have a concern. I think it is you know, he'll have a little ring rust. I'm sure he's not going to be doing. I listen. I don't think we're going to be seeing a Kukeshi headbutt from the top rope first match. In. I think I think you should hold off on that. Let's take it easy a little bit uh, before we start hitting those, but. No, I think it's great news. Listen, the guy has his life back. The guy has, you know, why he was put on earth is to be in the ring and and to wrestle and and to perform. And I'm I'm you know I how could how can anybody not be happy with that? Um, and I know that there are people out there that are that are, have his safety and his well being and all that in, in the back of the, of their mind, and that's fair. I think it's fair. But you know, medically cleared is medically cleared. Let's you know. Let's let's trust the doctors and trust that. Um, I would hope that uh, again. We, I don't know if we necessarily need to see a top rope Kokeshi. Um, maybe uh, you know. We'll take maybe takes it easy a little bit um, in in his first couple of matches. But yeah, him and uh, him and Makabe back together, uh, tag teaming it up. Um, okay, cool. I, I listen. I'm happy to see him back. Truth be told. I'm happy to see him back at any capacity in the ring. Um, as as long as he's safe and he's medically cleared, I'm a happy guy. So I'm all in for it. Yeah, very much like you. Uh, I'm not one of these people who's going to play junior doctor and say, oh, I don't think they should come back and take it easy. Like you said, if they've been cleared, they've been cleared. So, you know, uh, Honma, Daniel Bryan, whatever, if you want to do death matches and just smash your head against things, Go for it. Same with Shibata. If he comes back, I'm going to be absolutely thrilled. Um, so if if they're healthy, go for it, and I will look yeah. forward to seeing it. Um, right. I mean, yeah, and, and any other sport. Yeah. And I'm sorry. I, I know I keep cutting you off. It's that delay of uh, we're, we're on the other side of the world with each other here, um, doing a wonderful podcast. Um, in any other sport, right? Uh, any other sport, if they're medically cleared, right, to be on the pitch. Huh? You like what I did there? Uh, or on the field or whatever. They, uh, they're they medically cleared. You wouldn't expect, uh, you know, uh, a midfielder to uh, take it easy, right? If he's medically cleared, play it 100%. Play it 100%. That's what we're going to do here. Um, he's cleared. Again, the same thing with, with, with Daniel Bryan. All that. I don't, I don't understand that train of thought. He's medically cleared. If he's medically cleared, let him do what he's got to do. Yeah, totally agree. So um, looking at the best of the Super Juniors tournament as a whole, uh, it felt to me as we approached the end of the tournament, it was a bit of a slog. Uh, I thought the tournament had a really good start. Middle was got a bit boring at times, but the finish was outstanding, particularly the last two nights. They were brilliant. Um, my good friend, Sipsy, who's uh, on my 
podcast called The Smartcast. He's got a question for you. Um, with so many matches in the tournament not having commentary, do you find it harder to pay attention to those matches? Mm-mm, no. I'm going to be honest. I might be just the opposite. I actually find it easier for me to pay attention because there's so much non-distraction going on that it's just the match. Again, I kind of, I don't know. I don't know what it is and how my brain is wired, but it's um, it's almost relaxing and therapeutic in some weird way. Like I don't have a constant barrage of noise and jokes and one-liners and screaming. And, you know, there are times and places for that. I definitely, you know, you know, I, the the pro wrestling that I watch has more of that than than not, right? But sometimes it's just a sensory overload, and and those single cam shows. I know people just can't wrap their heads around it, like they just, because they're so used to the the other way. But just as a change of pace, and I I I really enjoy the single cam shows. I do. I just like the 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 matches. I don't, and 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 I can focus more on the matches. I feel like. Um, but no, I agree. And I think, but the, here's the thing though. I think that's a lot with any tournament, right? Where, you know, you start out pretty hot and then you kind of get in, it's the middle. That's the toughest part to get through. Um, you know, the end is going to be great, but yeah, I mean, listen, when we get to for new, for new watchers and new listeners, you know, you get into the G1, you're, you're going to feel it. It's, 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 it's a marathon, not a sprint. And even though it's some of the best pro wrestling in the world, there's a point where, you know, you're in the middle, you know, you're in week seven and you're like, oh, all right, I got to get through Fale and Makabe, you know, and you're just like, oh, you know, you're just trying to push through knowing that, you know, you, you need to watch these things. You want to watch these things. But, yeah, it becomes a bit of a, as you call it, a slog. So, um, but that's any tournament. And that's, you got to expect that. Uh, but but even even with that being said, I still think that there was always, Every show had something that you could sink your teeth into, and every show had something that you walked out and was like, "Okay, that was a that was that was a good match, at, at least a good match." Um, no, I, uh, but yeah, I, I see your point where the, that middle point is uh, sometimes it, it all blends into each other. That that's the problem, and it's a lot of wrestling in a in a short amount of time, and you, you do you get burned out. That's fair. It, it happens. I'm not going to judge. Okay, that's fair enough. So now that the tournament's over, uh, Derek Von Eric at Derek Ashman is trying to do Wait a the tongue twisters again. Derek Von Derek Eric? Derek Von Eric. Oh, yeah. what a great name. I don't think that's his actual name. I assume his name's Derek Ashman, but it's a, it's a nice name anyway. Yeah. Um, he asks, was this the best of the best mm. of the Super Juniors? <sighs> I hate those questions because it's like, okay... Because I, because I don't, I'm not good. With Sorry, Derek. He hates the question. Damon hates the question, and therefore <laughs> no, hates you. So no, no that's not true. Never no. write to us again. No. Um, the, the the reason why I hate it is because it's like I'm just like I don't remember things very well. Um, I just remember general things. Um, is was is it the best best of the Super Junior? I think it's up there, right? I think it's probably can, can I can I can I completely puss out and just say that it's in the top three, um, and I and I thoroughly enjoyed it and I thought it was and that and I think that there are matches that we'll talk about when it comes to match of the year time. That's fair, right? So uh, I'll put it in my top three 
It, I don't know if it's the best one I've ever seen. Um, I liked, I liked um, the uh, was it was it Kyle O'Reilly Kushida. I like that match. Was yeah. While you're favorites. while you're on the topic, we got a question from Will at W Levec two seventeen who asked which final did you enjoy more. Uh, this year's Ishimori against Hiromu or last year's Osprey against Kushida. And seeing as you were mentioning it, let's throw that uh, Kyle O'Reilly uh, match into the mix as well. I love that Kyle O'Reilly match. Oh, I really love that one a lot. Um, I, I like this one a ton. This, you know, Takahashi Ishimori. I might go Takahashi Ishimori, Kyle Kushida. Osprey, Kushida. I might, I might go that route, and and that change that might change with the weather. Um, but as I sit here right now, gun to my head, those were my favorite matches in in that order. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I would definitely have the Hiromu Ishimori match at the top. Uh, for all the reasons I've mentioned earlier. So getting on to the... Well, actually, no, another interesting point here is that the final average block match time was 14 minutes, 23 seconds, which is up from last year's average, which was 11 minutes, 31 seconds. So altogether, we've got an additional two hours and 40 minutes of wrestling in this year's Best of the Super Juniors, which is good value for money if you're subscribing to NJPW World for that. Yeah, and um, it didn't so feel long. Moving on and it to... didn't feel long, did it? It didn't really no, feel like... You know what I mean? It's like you say that we got an extra two hours of wrestling, but it didn't. It, again, it wasn't like I was looking at my watch, wait, you know, waiting for the time to pass. So um, that that in and itself is is pretty amazing if you really think about it. That's that's you got quality. You didn't get fluff, right? It didn't feel like you got fluff for those two hours. It felt like you got some good shit. So yeah, I would agree. That's there's value there. All right, sorry to cut you off. I feel like I'm cutting you off a lot. Today. Yeah. Bad. So. Uh... Overall, uh, who would your tournament MVP be? Because I'd set up a little Twitter poll and the results had Hiromu with 46%, uh, Despi with 23%, Osprey with 18%, and Dragony with 16%. So uh, who was your MVP overall? Um, I've got a question. Daz Carding asks, who are your top five performers uh, based on performances in this year's tournament alone? So okay. give us your top five in order. Um, in order. Oh, boy. Um, I'm going to go Takahashi. I'm going to go El Desperado. I'm going to go... Hmm. I think Kushida's getting... Getting ripped off a little bit. I think he had a strong tournament. Even though, again, people are going to point to that fucking Taguchi match. Um, and a missed opportunity. I think ACH has to be in that top five, right? Yeah, I'd have yeah. him in mind. Yeah. I'm going to go... Show? I think Show's got to be in there too, right? And Dragon Lee. Well, and, and Dragon Lee. pick this. Right. I mean, seriously, yeah. I, I thought this would be a cakewalk to be like, yep, him, him. You know, that's not. it's not that easy. Not that easy. Hey, and you know what? Let's. We haven't even said Will Ospreay yet. And... You know another name we haven't even said yet? Tiger Mask. Hmm. He he definitely deserves to be in the conversation. Um yeah, well let's let's get into it then. So right. my thinking here was that being a teacher, 
it's the last week of school for me. So I've got to be, uh, well, I've done it already, written report cards for the kids where I'm giving them grades. So let's do the same for these super juniors. So let's talk briefly about each competitor and you can give me your overall thoughts and give them a grade on how well you think they did. So let's do A block first, which I mean for me was the weaker block for sure. Uh, let's start off with our boy, Flip Gordon. What are your thoughts on Flip? All right, I'll give you mine because I know you have yours. Um, I, I think he gets, for me, um, he gets a C plus, And here's why. I don't think he was as bad as people are are pointing out. Um, here's 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 the, the the biggest challenge I have with the flip, right? People are like, "Well, he's only been wrestling for three years." If I were in any other line or any other profession, and I know three years is a short time, I, but like if I were doing something for three years, I you know what I mean? Like, and then I wasn't good. <laughs> I've been doing it for three years. You, you could do the basics, right? Um, and I I think that's where a lot of people kind of point the finger and when they compare him to everybody else in in this best of the super junior that he doesn't have the soundness and the uh, foundation that other guys have and that's where he falls short yes he's there for the flippy dope yes he's there for the 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 big pop spot right yes he is uh, but it's those it's those middle show basics right that people were, were kind of squinting and kind of saying mm, I don't know um I don't I don't I don't dislike him I I don't think he's I don't think he's a bad wrestler I I don't I don't um I think that gets a little bit overblown I think it's kind of like maybe a, I don't want to say it's the cool thing to do to point out his flaws um I think he was okay I think he was okay I don't think he was the worst uh well was he the worst? Somebody's got to be the worst. Listen, if a C is of the worst, then he's the worst. Um, but I was not offended by him, and I know a lot of people were. Uh, his food, his his food and flat Earth takes and all that nonsense aside, in the ring, I'm giving him a C. I think he was okay. Yeah, I was thinking C as well, and. Honestly, my criticism of him has got surprisingly little to do with his eating habits. But while we're on the topic, I did ask him on Twitter, um, shortly before we started recording this show, actually, what was his favorite new food that he tried in Japan? And he said rice, which was quite surprising for me that uh, an adult had never tasted rice before. But I don't want to be a food snob because this is a guy from Montana. I used to know a guy, I worked with a guy from Montana and he was not the most adventurous in terms of his palate. So if Flip has gone out there and tried rice for the first time and enjoyed it, then good for him for trying something new. So he gets a thumbs up from me for doing that. I'm not going to uh, bury him for that. Um, but in terms of his wrestling, I, and I did mention this on Twitter, he reminds me of a Power Ranger. And it is the combination, uh, as I said back then, is his emoting is really goofy. Uh, his pie spots are overly choreographed and look unrealistic. And his trash talk like in the Osprey match was really, really cheesy. So he just reminds me of like one of the Power Rangers down Angel Grove High, how they would be if they got into a you know, fight with the, the Putty Patrol. 
back in the day for for anyone who watched it then. Um, particularly the Bushi match that stood out as a egregious example. It was really bad. Like there was a moment where he did one of his dies and almost completely missed him and kind of grazed his arm. And Bushi had to take this big phantom bump. And they were doing the forearm exchange and he was shouting, oh, like like a parody of a, a, a terrible wrestler and going, ah, during the fighting spirit spot. And when he took the MX, he did this big theatrical delayed bump. And it kind of reminded me of Shawn Michaels uh, against Hulk Hogan at SummerSlam 2005, where Shawn Michaels was deliberately trying to sabotage the match by overselling. So for me, Flip is a guy who needs to go to the dojo or something, work on the flaws in his game because... He's far from being the finished article. And for me, he shouldn't be in the best of the super juniors because I expect there's like, there's like a baseline in quality and Flip is not at that level, if you ask me. You know, if you've got to have someone from Ring of Honor, then there's other people, I, I don't know, like Scorpio Sky, even someone like Matt Taven could has got better fundamentals. Or just put someone else in, put Takamichinoku back in, put Shota Amino, that'd be amazing. So for me, he's just not at the right level yet. So yeah, I, I would sign off on your C. Okay. All right. I, I think here's the thing, and and I don't necessarily even think this this is a you know let's let's lay the boots to flip. Um, but if if an honest, objective critique, I, I can see a lot of what you're saying. I absolutely can see what you're saying. And um, I, do you think that that stuff is fixable? I think that's uh, everything that you mentioned is fixable, right? Yes, it is. Okay. Right. So, again, three years in the business. Okay. Um, and and let's keep in mind too. And again, I'm I'm not sitting here just doing flip devil's advocate. A lot of these guys, this is the first time he's working with, right? So I'm sure there's some some. You know, any anytime somebody works with somebody for the first time, you you do have to fall back on those basics, right? And if the basics aren't strong, then that's going to make things stand out a little bit more, right? A little, those those errors and those um over the topness and those things might not, you know, you know, it, it might not look as pretty, right? If you got people that have worked together before, so uh, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt again. I'm going to give him a positive C. Um, I think that there is room for improvement. I think that though, if we have to rank all of of the of the best of the super juniors, um, he would probably fall in the bottom of the list. Um, but I think there's room to grow and room for improvement, and uh, I think we will see that eventually from Flip. All right, so there's your Flip talk for the day. Okay, thank you. So um, speaking of improvement, let's talk about Tiger Mask Four. Uh, we got a question here from. Uh, your man Joel, who asked, what has encouraged Tiger Mask to maximum effort in this best of super juniors? Does Gado have his wife and kids and won't return them until Dominion? Mm. Um, kidnapping scenario, Joel. That's nice. <laughs> um, well, I mean, they they do like to do this, right? They do like the uh, the old legend story in, in each of these tournaments, right? Every year it seems like it's, Somebody kind of gets that. Taguchi usually filled that role nicely, right, in the past. Um, and even in the heavyweights ones, we'll, we'll see a Nagato or Tenzan or, or something along those lines in recent years kind of get, um, you know, kind of be that person. Um, and, and usually it's start out hot and then peter out at the end. Um, and that's good. And, and, and I don't know if that's like a, a last nod, you know, a last go, a last a – last, uh, moment in the spotlight kind of thing um but i liked it 
again, I don't think he I, – I think in ring he was very solid, very solid. Uh, I don't think there was anything blow away. I don't think we're going to go back and watch Tiger Mask matches. Um, but again, motivation is key too, right? Look, to me, being a pro wrestler, you you need that motivation of singles matches and, and, and the spotlight. And it's hard to do that when night after night after night after night after night, you're in multi-man tags first, second, maybe third match of the show every fucking night. That's his role, right? And for one, you know, two or three weeks span in the beginning of the summer, if a Tiger mask can shine, he can still go, he can still do it, and it and it's a positive thing, right? It's a good thing. So, yeah, maybe that is a, a nice little reward, a nice little something for all the time that he puts in in those mindless, meaningless work with the, you know what? I was going to say mindless, meaningless work with the young lions, but that is not mindless and meaningless because he he has a role as a trainer and a and and a um, a guidance for those young lions. So every time he's in there with the ring, the, the young lions are learning a little bit more, right? And a little little something from Tiger Mask. So, um, but maybe again, that's a reward. That's a little payoff. That's a little bonus. That's a little something extra in the paycheck. Um, for him for putting in all those long hours in those multi-man tags. So I like their train of thought when they do that. It it makes me happy. I like that. Okay, and what grade would you give Tiger? Um, I'm going to give him the nostalgia B-. minus. I'm going to give him the, the nostalgia. Because I think, I think it was solid throughout. I don't think there was a bad Tiger Mask match. Nothing that's going to blow me away. Um, again, he was there for a role, there for a purpose. You knew he was going to lose more than he was going to win. Um, I'm going to give him a, a legendary B minus. Yeah, I think that's fair. I'm coming out of this with newfound respect for him. I like what they did, giving him the three match winning streak at the start to um, establish him and put a bit of a spotlight on him, which made the people that beat him after that a bit more meaningful. Um, I also enjoy the crowd noise whenever he's got his matches when there's people calling out Tiger, Tiger, because it reminds me of playing Street Fighter 2 as Sagat back in the day. And it's also worth celebrating the fact that he has now moved on to, I think it's 111 best of the Super Juniors matches, which is second behind Liger, who's got 145. And I think Liger not being there helped to elevate Tiger as the the designated uh, old grumpy dude, whereas last year he kind of faded into the background because Liger was playing that role. Uh, shall we move on to Mr. Yoshinobu Kanemaru? What are your takes on him? Yeah, um, he's the heel, right? He's the guy. He's there to be the heel and to take more falls than and lose. So if if Tiger Mask is playing that role of babyface guy to to take those falls, I think absolutely Kanemaru is that guy. Um, I'm gonna go. Hmm. I'm trying to be a, as objective as possible and and trying to be positive as well. Uh, I think he played the role well. Um, I'm struggling between... Because I think there's a big difference between a B and a C. I, I really do. I think there's a big difference. Um, but I have to be honest. I'm going to go C. 
I'm going to go C. Um, I, I think the in-ring work was solid. I, there was nothing, though, that I'm going to remember at the end of this tournament. He was there. He performed. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't. I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling trying to be as objective as possible to give him that B minus that he gave Tiger Mask, but I really feel like Tiger Mask had a better tournament than he did. So all things being equal, I got to give him a C. I enjoy Kanemaru in this tournament. Uh, for me, the Suntory surprise is one of my favorite moves in wrestling at the moment. I enjoyed the match against Bushi, the way he held it in for ages before uh, unleashing it in his face. Um, I like the, the grumpy heel gimmick. I know it's not for everybody and it does make for a bit of cookie cutter matches but when the time comes when he's in big spots he can deliver and I think it's a, a place for people like him because you, you get a bit of variation in the matches uh, shall we move on to ACH alright I like the ACH I think ACH is, and, and I know it, it's, that it's become almost cliche to kind of be like why isn't this guy signed All right, well, all right, I'm not going to go there again but uh, why isn't this guy signed? <laughs> he really is. There's no. I, I don't see a bad ACH match. Uh, one of the one of the matches that I'll 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 take with me is is him against Osprey. I thought that was wonderful, and that was like you know what was that third night, fourth night? Uh, I thought that was a great match. The he he should be signed. There's there's something that this company can do with ACH, right? There, there's got to be something that they can do, um, whether it's the junior tag titles and uh, or uh, you know, maybe maybe even a little mini uh, mini feud for the uh, the junior title. Something, something can be done. Uh, I'm giving a, a B. I, I thought he he performed outstanding. I think it he he earned a, at least another trip back when it comes time for the tag tournament, um, the junior tag tournament. And again, I I really wish they they would find something for him. I think he. Dare I say, and I, I hate using this term, but I think he deserves it. I think he's earned it um, with not only his performance, but even in past performances too. Um, I think whatever – again, I don't know the backstage shit um, when it comes to ACH, but I haven't heard anything recently. I haven't heard anything bad recently. It feels like everything that was negative toward him was – you know, three, four, five years ago. And I think people change, and I think people learn, and I think people grow. And I think people deserve second chances. And I know the pro wrestling uh, industry can be very petty, very petty, right? Uh, but I think ACH is one of those guys that you can lean on and, dare I say, could and should be a star. More people should know this guy's name. More people should know who he is because I think he performs at a, at a very high, consistent level. Um, I'm giving him a solid B for this tournament, um, and I hope and pray that we see him return very, very soon. Yeah, I agree. One thing that stood out to me on that final night was how much the crowd love him when he was doing his dancing routine and the crowd were all chanting along with his name. So he is over with that Japanese crowd. So yeah, as you said, would love to see more of him. Um, how about the Bone Soldier Reborn, Taiji Ishimori? A, right? How can you not give the guy an A? Uh, I think he, he he's, he's making, <laughs> for lack of a better term, Bone Soldier his own. Uh, it's and because here's the thing. Yes, he's Bone Soldier, but he's really not Bone Soldier. He's Ishimori, um, which is what we all wanted, right? We all, we all, we were all a little bit, you know, kind of 
little little tiny bit worried about when you know it was looking like he was going to take over this bone soldier thing. But to me, the the bone soldier thing is is secondary. He's Ishimori, um, and I think I don't think you can go any lower than an A um, with him um, making it to the finals, uh, performing at, at such a high level, and having arguably uh, a match of the year contender. Um, Joel, you said you went full five, right? You, you're going full five on this. Yes. Okay. Well, am I going full five? Yeah. I would say the caveat: if you if you have to stop and think about it, I don't think it's a five. Okay. When it's a five, the, the, you just I, know. I, yeah. Like, I agree. As soon as I finished watching that, I was like, "That's five. Yeah, I got to I got to agree, and 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 I can't give it to him. Um. I think it's four and so close, but if I but if you're right, if I have to think about it, and usually it's a, it's a feeling in your heart and your gut, and you you know you feel it. Um, and 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 trust me, I think this match was tremendous. I thought this match was the best of the of the of the, of the entire show of the entire uh, tournament. Um, and, and I don't want to sit here and try and I don't want to sit here and talk myself into it. I, to me, it wasn't, but that's not a knock. It just, it just, I just didn't, it didn't have the chemical reaction that, that a five does. Um, but you can't get, you can't get much closer. Let's put it that way. You can't get much closer. Uh, and I'm giving uh, Ishimori an A for his debut here in New Japan. I felt throughout the tournament, he was a little bit underwhelming, but in the final, really? he delivered 100%. What do you mean, yeah, do you I mean just, by that? I, I don't Maybe it was the people he was working with, but the matches weren't quite grabbing me. They weren't as thrilling or as exciting as I hoped they'd be from the stuff I'd seen from Ishimori before. Maybe he was just sort of sliding into the getting comfortable with working as a heel in a wrestling match. But uh, to me, there was a massive jump in quality in ter- uh, from the block matches to the final, which I guess is to be expected. But during the sort of run-of-the-mill block matches, you know, against your your Bushis and your Flips and your Kanemaris and your Tiger Masks, they, I, I wasn't blown away. I wasn't blown away, but he had two performances that were absolutely blow away. Osprey, first night, right? And and the finals. I think those two matches alone uh, get you into the A, a, a status, right? Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, where do you think he goes next? Good question. Um, I mean, I think you got you got yourself a hot commodity right now. Um, I mean, what do you think? Rematch? You know, uh, out of the. I mean, I, we've already set up. Uh, and again, giving without giving predictions away. You know, if we say Takahashi takes the title here is does he first move to el desperado or does he or or are we looking at a rematch with um ishimori um if they don't that's a great question i don't know what you do at that point i mean maybe it's um you know a junior under feud um of some kind but yeah that's that's that is a concern in a, in, a, in a sense of okay where do you go from here with him? Because you've you've done a, a really excellent job of building him up um, as a, as a strong competitor and as a, as a new fresh solid force within the juniors. Um, you don't want to lose that momentum. So yeah, I don't I, I don't have an answer to that. Um, and it would be weird to have Takahashi win the belt 
win the title from Osprey at Dominion, and then instantly lose it. Right? That would be that would be a uh, that would be a weird scenario. So uh, I don't know. I don't know where you would go with him. Hmm. Yeah, neither do I. It's a, a tricky one there. Um, let's move on then to the f- uh, champion, Will Osprey. Uh, how do you think he did during this tournament? Um, I'm, I'm, I, th- I thought he had great matches. Um, and I think he had. Uh, uh, wait, let me ask you this. I, I think I think I'm going to give him a B plus. I'm going to give Will a B plus. Um, but let me ask you this. He's had a, a remarkable year. Everybody's talking about the year of Will Ospreay and how he's in the mix for Wrestler of the Year. G1's right around the corner. And again, G1 is really the, 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 the launching point when we start talking Wrestler of the Year and Matches of the Year and what kind of year people have. Will Ospreay is not going to be in G1, at least I don't think. Right? Um, so really, his, his body of work to date, you know, his crescendo, his his grand finale, if you will, will be this tournament and quite possibly Dominion, right? Until we get into G1 season and, and things pick up for the heavyweights. Again, we haven't seen what will be a spectacular match at Dominion. Has his best of the juniors tournament war- still warranted him as talk of wrestler of the year? I think so, yes. But uh, as you say, I think people are going to forget about him because I expect him to lose the title and then he'll be, I suppose, taking a, a, a bit of a break because he's not going to be obviously working that grueling G1 schedule. And it's normal for uh, someone who is in the G1 to race ahead of the pack and uh, usually end up claiming that mantle as wrestler of the year. So I think, as you say, in terms of big singles matches, we're probably past uh the peak for for will osprey as far as new japan goes but uh i think he his output has been strong enough to still remain in that conversation even if between now and december 31st he doesn't uh have another uh, epic singles match in new japan i still think he deserves to be in the conversation right again i i always i'm always hesitant um because every year it's the same right it's you know, somebody has a really strong first. You know, somebody dazzles in April. You know, around WrestleMania season, and they hit all these indie shows, and you know they're you know in in the mix of of wrestler of the year. You know, again, you go back, uh, Kota Ibushi, Ricochet, um, they're, they're, uh, even Takahashi. You know, you and they're and they're almost a slam dunk. Like if the if, if the year ended in the end of June, they'd be slam dunks. But then you know it's a it's a long fucking year, um, and again I don't know if Will has done enough in the best of the of the Super Juniors to keep that momentum going. Again, Dominion's going to be a real feather in his cap because he's got a singles match where he can absolutely shine against one of the guys that you know it, you know you're not going to have a bad match with Hiromo Takahashi. That's just that's not going to happen. I, again, I think the bar for that match is great, right? Anything, the, the likelihood of it being anything less than great is very low. Um, but I don't, but, but if that match weren't here, right, I don't know if he had as strong a best of the super junior to continue to, you know, hold momentum later on in the summer when G1 usually takes off. Um, so interesting thought. Um, but I gave him a B. 
Um, and, and I think he had a solid tournament. And again, um, I think the one match that really stands out to me is that Ishimori match. Okay, I think that's fair enough. Um, how about Bushi? Um, uh, I'm trying to really think of a memorable... That's it, isn't it? Those... There you go. Those noises just sum up Bushi, don't they? Um, yeah. I'm going to get a lot of heat on this for Twitter, but he's got a great look, great presentation, but he's an average worker. His matches are pretty tedious, and he's better as a tag worker. I'm sorry. I've said it. Yeah. Uh, look, I think I think we're in agreement. Um, I'm trying to really think of the highlight of for Bushi, and I, and, and I don't have one. I don't, I, and I, I feel... You know, look, I could sit here with a pile of notes trying to be like, well, there was a match, you know, that was good. And that was, but to me, at the end of the day and the end of the tournament, if we're doing letter grades and we're kind of like, okay, let's, let's really think about what sticks in our mind and what's, what we're going to take with us at the end of the year. I can't say that there's a lot. I think he was a solid, right? That's, that's a, that's a compliment. Um, I think he, I think he was okay. I don't want to like. Here's the thing, though. If I give him a C, I got to give like Flip a C minus, right? Right? Because I think Bushi was better than Flip, right? We're in agreement on that, right? Yes. For overall quality of work, right? There were moments, but here's the thing: there are moments that I'm going to remember Flip over Bushi. I'm telling you right now that one, that one. Um, and again, it's just one spot, and it's one stuntman show. But that one spot where he he's doing bouncy off ropes and then doing that big, huge swan divey flip on ACH, I think it was. That was pretty fucking amazing. I'm going to remember that. Like that's 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 yeah. He's an that's... exciting wrestler. He's not boring. Right. That's kind of. That, I mean, all right. Let's lay it out. Who had a better tournament, Bushi or Flip? Um. <laughs> I don't think Bushi did anything that was bad. There are a lot of things Flip did that I thought were bad. Um, mm-hmm. But I wasn't bored by Flip's matches. I was rolling my eyes and often getting annoyed by them. But they weren't sending me to sleep as Bushi's were. So I don't know. That's a difficult metric to, to judge it by. At the end of the day, who are you watching more? Gun to your head. You got two TVs. One's got Bushi's matches on a loop. Others got flips on the owner loop. Who are you watching? I'm going to have to go with Bushi's because Bushi's matches won't <laughs> upset me or irritate me as much as Flips would. Okay, but is Flip a, 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 an entertaining pro wrestler? Is he going to get you to watch more? I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm probably going to watch Flip. Yeah, no, I'm going to go Team Bushi here. Okay. I mean, that's fair. I mean, I think it's a valid argument, right? I think it's I think it's something to consider and ponder. Two TVs. I, I can only watch. I'm watching Flip. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to watch Flip. I just think I'm, I, I'm, I know I'm going to get shit that I'm going to be like, oh, my God, what a maniac. What kind of move is that? Or like, what is he thinking? And, yes, I'm going to get a, a lot of, you know, you know, things that are maybe a little bit over the top. And, but you know, okay. But I know I'm going to be. I, I know at the end of the day, I'm, I'm I'm going to be. I'm going to have more things that stick in my head. I can't think of one thing that sticks in my head with Bushi. Not not one. I could probably name two just off the top of my head. And this is a, a head that's been through hell. This thing's been fried for years, <laughs> right? I you know I, I just there are two memorable things. Now again, 
does a does a uh, one spot does not a wrestler make. But at the end of the day, I'm remembering more about Flip than I am about Bushi. Yeah, well, I can certainly see that. It's a it's a bit of a coin toss for me, but uh, maybe I'm just saying Bushi because I don't want to incur the wrath of uh, the the Bushi lovers on Twitter. There's one person who I know is going to be on my case who I think his handle is at Bushi Lives Matter. So if you're listening to this, um, don't give me the abuse, please, because it was but Damon he... who said he'd go for Flip TV rather than Bushi TV. <laughs> well, again, that's, I mean, I listen, I can understand why people like Bushi, right? I think he's got a great look. I think, he, you know, he looks like a badass. He looks cool. Um, he's a sharp dresser. He likes his Louis Vuitton, apparently. Um, but, you know, but I'm just being honest. If, if, if gun to the head, I'm watching more Flip than I am Bushi. Okay, well, I can't really argue with that. Um, how about uh, Tassel Boy, Mr. Yo? Mm, Tassel Boy. Uh, I'm going B- minus for Yo. I'm going B- minus for Yo. I think uh, he's had some great matches. Very. V- let me pump the brakes. Uh, very good matches. Um, I loved the, the Ishimori match. Uh, I loved the... Osprey match. Uh, I'm going B minus. I might even go B. Hmm. Do I go B or B minus? Because I got to go B show. At least B for show. So, yo, I'll go B minus. Because I think there, there were a few middle matches that were a little slow uh, for my tastes. Not really, I wasn't really feeling them. I'm going to go B minus, but. Uh, Better than the B minus is the encouragement of knowing full well that we're we're not too far away from B pluses and A's from both show and yo, uh, to be truthful. So no, I think uh, again, don't a, a B minus is not a bad grade right now. Uh, matter of fact, quite solid, knowing that the potential is there for B pluses and A's in a very relatively short amount of time. Okay, so looking forward to a question from at Archaic Bro again. Uh, lots more people thinking of the Stardust Genius Yo connection. Uh, do you think it could result in a Los Ingobernables de Japón transfer? Um, uh, I mean, that's it doesn't happen a lot. People jumping factions. Let's keep, let's remember he is a chaos guy. Um, it does happen. What was it? Um, Yano and and. Um, Takahashi, not Takahashi. Um, um, Yujiro? I, no, Izuka. Yeah, yeah, Yujiro. Um, I'm thinking Izuka or Izuka, as I pronounce them now. Um, yeah, so it does happen, but it doesn't happen a lot. Um, could it happen? Maybe. I I don't see it though. I don't. I don't. I don't see. It. Uh, and here's the thing too. Do you really want another Lij member? Right. I don't know. I just let's leave it at what Five's we got. Five's a good number. Yeah, let's leave it at what we got. You know what I mean? It's kind of like Jimmy Garvin, Jordan, the fucking Freebirds. Yeah, you know, nobody wanted that, right? Keep it at three. Good. All right, uh, that's him. Who else we got? Okay, well that's A block done. So B block, uh, much stronger than A block for my money. Um, how about Mister Dragon Lee? Awesome. I think everybody's excited, right? Um, again, we've talked about El Desperado and possibly challenging for a. Uh, IWGP Junior title match, but how about a mask versus mask match, Joel, with uh, 
Dragon Lee and El Desperado. I would be all fucking in on that. That pants would be. But let's bring this. Pants would be down uh, at at the at the notion of a Dragon Lee El Desperado mask versus mask match. Um, I love Dragon Lee, man. I think Dragon Lee, quite honestly, is 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 one of the most underrated guys. I you want to talk about sitting in front of a TV and watching? I I could watch his matches all day long. Um, He's 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 a B plus. He's had a B plus tournament, right? Um, dangerous matches with with uh, Takahashi. I know that kind of fell under our radar a little bit, uh, but dangerous matches with him, fun matches with him, always great. They just have wonderful chemistry. Um, they're like the you know again they're like the Flair Steamboat of of Daredevil pro wrestling. Um, no, I want I want to see a mask versus mask match, Dragon Lee. El Desperado. That would be great. But yes, B plus for Dragon Lee. Yeah, they practically had a mask versus mask match. Their match on the, the final night of the blocks uh, was incredible. And it sort yeah. of came from nowhere because I didn't realize they had much of a rivalry. But seeing uh, Desperado's mask like hanging off his face, it was basically gone by the end of the match. And having him wrestling the last few minutes one-handed was incredibly dramatic. Um, so I would love to see the mask versus mask. If that happens, then do you think... Uh, it is El Desperado making the the change and going back to being Kyosuke Mikami. Yeah, I think so. Right, I would think I would think that would be the the logical way to go. Um, yeah, you know what that that match in and itself I think is is one of those. I don't want to say it's one of those ones that that falls under the radar a little bit, but I think if you if you're trying to catch up on the best of the Super Junior stuff and you're looking for all right, what are the matches I got? That's one of them, right? I I would think that would be. In this tournament, the top five, the the, uh, the uh, um, yes. dragon, yeah, top five, right? I, yeah, I'm, I'm, definitely. I'm, I gave it yeah. four and a quarter. Yep, yep. I think it's I think it's a must watch. If, again, if you're playing catch up, um, trying to watch these shows, that's 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 one you got to be at the top of your list. I really enjoyed that a lot. And again, I think El Desperado, man, he's having a he say he's 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 having one of those years. Um, where again, another level, another another notch. Um, that's and it's not going unnoticed. I think a lot of people are looking at him like, "Wow, he can he." Well, who knew? Because uh, you know, you, you kind of get hidden in the junior tag team world, and you know, sometimes it's hard to shine. But he's he's making it happen. So, yep, I want a few there. I want a, uh, I want a um, mask versus mask match there. That'd be wonderful, and uh, hopefully, we see see that sooner than later. Okay, give me a grade for Despy then. Uh, a. A, a, a. A minus. A minus. But he's got to get an A. Right? Yeah. 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 Well deserved. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well deserved. Okay. He's got to get an A. I mean, there's. And, and, and here's the thing, too, Joel, is you, you're reading off lots of names that are so fucking talented. And to be able to stand out, right, from all these people is, is really saying something too. Because I think a lot of these guys are, 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 you know, they're trying to outperform one another in, in in many cases. You know, if you've got the spotlight match, you're you're going to try to outshine what was done the previous night or maybe the match before you. So um, that's always there. And to be able to stand out the way that he has is pretty impressive. Um, yeah, I'm going. I'm going to go a minus. Again, and that's not a knock, just because there's got to be a level. You know, I can't do six and three quarter stars. Um, a minus, I think, uh, is a solid, excellent, excellent job from El Desperado. 
Yeah, totally agree. Um, how about show? B. B. Um, if yo were a B minus, show is a B. Um, and again, the, the biggest thing is where they are right now. We knew when they were young lions, right? We knew how good they could be. We, everybody was excited for them. And again, they go off on excursion. They come back, tag team. Singles matches, spotlights. The future looks very good uh, for New Japan. That is for sure. Because these are the people that are going to be headlining domes in, in four and five years. So uh, barring any major injuries, we are looking at two future superstars. Um, so, yeah, B in this tournament. But, again, the, 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 the best news is, is that A's are right around the corner. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, his match against Kushida really stood out to me. Uh, there was a bit of debate on this one. It seemed quite divisive. Some people thought it was boring and uh, a grapple fuck match, but I thought it was really, really good. I thought his technique was near perfect. Uh, he showed great fighting spirit. He was sort of gutting through the pain, even though he was probably going to lose anyway when uh, Kushida had been working his arm and then he was trying to lift him up, but just couldn't manage it. I just found it really thrilling. Um, a lot of people talking about him being a future heavyweight ace but i don't think so maybe well actually largely down to his height because the shortest champion i think is uh, kensuke sasaki who is 180 centimeters and show is a mere 173 centimeters and i think that will count against him at the end of the day and also the fact that you know with the high voltage and the shock arrow his gimmick is basically the shock master is he not <laughs> just don't have him f- fall through a, uh, a paper mache g- uh, wall um e- yeah i think you have a valid point with the height right i think that's unfortunately going to be unless you know the the mentality changes which you know it hasn't really yet um when it comes to certain i don't want to say body type but you you know i mean look at <laughs> have you seen pictures of matt jackson recently I mean, he this guy's been hitting the yes. weight room like like a beast, right? And again, he's doing that because there's this perception of to be a heavyweight, you have to have a certain look. That's that's pro wrestling, kids, and that, whether that changes or not in the near future, I think you know it's starting to turn a corner when it comes to to height. Um, but you know, the heavyweight champion, I think there there is a certain thing, um, so that will be a, a strike against him. But look, a future. You know, people throw around ace like the like. Does that mean he's going to be the top guy in the company? I think he can be one. Yeah, of them. for an extended period. Yeah, yeah, I think he could be one of them. He'll be heavyweight or junior. Heavyweight, right? I think so, right? I mean, I, again, I know the height thing is 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 a is a challenge, but who knows where where this industry is going to be in five years? Maybe that stigma dissipates. In five years, um, I don't know, but but he's going to be a cornerstone of the promotion. He'll be on the posters. He'll be focal points of feuds and and titles and and challenges. And you know, I, I think he has to be in the mix. He's your future. He's you you put it, you put a lot of money and stock on him, um, and he hasn't disappointed yet. Um, and again. We still have plenty of time for this, though. Let's let's keep that in mind. You know, it's not like Hiroshi Tanahashi just showed up and all of a sudden, you know, business turned around. This was a slow build. You know, um, 
you know, it wasn't an overnight thing. I know everybody kind of wants to think it was. It really wasn't. Um, he Tanahashi was around for a long time uh, before business turned around. So again, let's let's give him a little time to develop um, to become that. But I, again, I think the potential and the and the trajectory, if that's the word I'm looking for, is uh, right on point. I think you're looking at a a cornerstone of the promotion at the very least. I would definitely agree that he's a nailed-on future junior ace. Heavyweight, I I don't know. I just can't see him having the big belt. I think he could be uh, an Ishii. So really valuable, well-loved person, but maybe someone that they don't uh, put the title on um, eventually in his career. Uh, how about the villain, Marty Skull? How did you think he did in this tournament? Truth be told, I, I think he had a very vanilla tournament. Um, I, I not he didn't stand out from the pack to me. Um, I I think what he did was fine, uh, good, solid, but there's nothing that really that that for me anyway that that um gave me anything better than than a vanilla tournament. Um. I'm, I'm really racking my brain trying to be like, okay, what would, what's the defining moment in this tournament for Marty Skrull? And, you know, I, I hate to say it, a lot of it fell back on comedy stuff. Um, and that's that, that has its role, but, but is that how you want to be remembered, you know, leaving the tournament? Well, I don't know. Um, I, again, the first word that comes to my mind is vanilla. Do you think he's phoning it in a bit? Hmm. I don't want to say that. I, I hate saying that because because anytime I don't know I don't I don't know if phoning it in is the word I'm looking for. I think look I don't know the reason. Um, it just didn't feel like a. It didn't feel like I'm. I don't know. Maybe he's hurt. I, and again, I'm I'm speculating. It just didn't feel like a Marty Skrull tournament to me. Like like I just felt like he something was missing. Um, and, and again, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little hesitant to use the word phoning it in, but, but it, it, something was off. Something was off kilter because it didn't, it, he did not rise above the pack when on paper, you would think that he would be one of those guys that rose above the pack. Okay. So, well, I take it back about the phoning it in. That's a bad choice of words. Uh, what I mean is he is a guy who has figured out that he could get very loud crowd reactions by doing his character shtick, his comedy shtick, and he is leaning upon that in the bulk of his matches rather than necessarily busting a gut to pull out high-flying, death-defying moves that he might have done a year ago. Yeah, and 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 maybe that's the smartest move, right? Um, but again, are we are we are we there to just to get through the tournament? If that's the case, that kind of the first thing I think of is okay, he's hurt, right? He's or or he's hurting. And again, I don't know if he is or he isn't, but you know that's that's the first natural instinct to think of. Okay, if I, if somebody who we believe is scaling it back um, to to again try to get the most out of character comedy um, shenanigans. Um, when before that really wasn't the the thing that he relied on the most is that is that being smarter is that just being a smarter worker or is that something where he's saying to himself okay I got to calm it down for this because you know 
<laughs> I, you know, I don't, I can't be on the shelf. Um, I don't have the answer to that. I just know the output that we got from this tournament, and I thought it, it was a little bit disappointing for me uh, because I don't really have a, a moment where he shined, and I know that there are plenty of moments where he shined in the past. Yeah, I think I find him really, really funny. So if he wants to do the comedy stuff, that works for me. And there's a place for it in the best of Super Juniors. You know, you've got your Yano matches in the G1, which I like. So it's not the worst thing in the world if he looks at guys like, you know, Yo, Sho, Hiromu, Dragon Lee, Desperado, Osprey, and thinks, you know what, they can do all the death-defying stuff. Um, I'm just going to try and make people laugh in this tour. I think there's no shame in that whatsoever. Okay. Um, and again, the names that you mentioned, that's what they do best, right? And if, and if you know, if Marty is, is uh, as well-rounded, right, uh, a pro wrestler, and he can do all those things, which he can, then, yeah, you might have an absolutely valid point to say, hey, okay, here's what I'm going to do to contribute to this best of the Super Juniors. Not everybody's going to have the 16-star the, the match. Um, what I'm going to do is focus on this element of my character work and this element to kind of separate me from everybody else, right? So if everybody's, you know, doing nonsense, flippy do nine star matches, how do you stand out? Uh, 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 you know, a 10 star match, you know, an 11 star match, right? Maybe he's saying to himself, okay, well, there, there's a ceiling there. I'm going to, I'm going to be this guy in the tournament to kind of stand out from the pack. So, okay. Maybe, maybe that was the, the train of thought. Okay, good. All right, so i uh, got a question from my SmartCast friend, Alan, uh, my, my mate who went with me to Wrestle Kingdom 12, a uh, Bushi fan, actually. He was sitting there the whole Wrestle Kingdom 12 wearing his Bushi mask. Uh, he asked, uh, who do you guys think was the most underrated performer in the tournament? And for me, my answer would be Chris Sabin. Um, mm. He really, really impressed me. I was a bit iffy on him at the start, but he delivered big for me. What, what did you think of Chris Sabin? Good. Good. Yeah, me too. Uh, I, th- I, I, I think so too. Uh, he's got. He's the guy that... You know, started out and everybody had their struggles and everybody was like, oh, I don't know if he's going to fit and I don't know if he's going to be a good mix and I don't know if, if the injuries have caught up with him and the and, and everything else. And I and I think I sat back here. I think I might take a victory lap now, Joel, if you don't mind. Uh, I might I might I might take a little lap uh, if you don't mind because uh, I said everybody calm down. I said well he'll be fine. You know, he's just, you know his first tour, jet lag. You know he's got to get used to eating rice and. Uh, <laughs> All this, all this new exotic food, right? Um, so you know he's he's, he's settling in, uh, and he even and did some commentary. He did, and he was and he, and and apparently he he hit the ball out of the park, right? I thought he was really good. I thought he was better than Chase Owens. Okay, so there you go. Um, and again, I think I think a lot of that has to do with you know you got to settle in. Um, First tour, all, all that nonsense. So, uh, but I again, I did say, relax. It'll, it'll be, he'll be fine. He'll be solid. And and I think that's exactly what he was. He was fine and solid and good. And um, I don't know if, if he'll be back. Who knows, right? Uh, but I think for what he was brought in to do, he did just fine. And yeah, dare I say, a little bit underrated when it came to looking everybody up and down the list. Chris Sabin is 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 absolutely on the underrated list. Uh, and he might be my number one underrated guy in the entire tournament. So great question there. Okay, great. So uh, moving on, next person I've got here is Hiromu Takahashi. We've already talked a lot about him. So what grade would you give 
Mr. F. F. <laughs> F. I'm like Mr. Hand in uh, in Fast Time George Mahai. F. F. We spent a whole semester talking about the plot. No, remember? <laughs> sorry, you never saw the movie, did you? All right, never mind. Um, no, sorry. That's all right. It's a classic. It's an '80s classic. So, uh, Jeff Spicoli, uh, Sean Penn, um, Judge Reinhold. Um, it's a good movie. Uh, it's a classic movie. All right. Anyway, um, who the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> oh, you're on you? Oh, yes. Uh, not an F, of course. He gets a he gets an A plus A plus um, for an outstanding finals match for matches with Dragon Lee, uh, matches with Kushida, uh, Despy. Uh, I'm trying to really think of one that I really didn't like. There weren't many. Um, the skull match went on a bit too long. Actually, you know, I thought the Kushida match was a bit dry. Yeah. The final block night. Really? Huh. Yeah, they were doing uh, for the the first five minutes. They were doing like the test of strength lockup spot, and I come to expect a certain level of craziness and mayhem from a, a Hiromu against Kushida match, and it didn't really deliver it until the closing stretch. So yeah, I thought that was a bit of a strange one actually. Huh. I enjoyed it. I liked that one a lot. Um, hmm, okay. Uh, but I think overall, uh, he gets the, he gets the A, uh, he might be the MVP. Um, he's, he's definitely in that mix. Um, he gets a big win. Again, one of the biggest challenges for new Japan is, you know, when they take people on and off the back burner, bringing them back on and, you know, it just seems like one tournament later and you got one of the hottest guys in pro wrestling once again. So, uh, everybody's excited for Dominion. With uh, him and Will Ospreay, he gets the, he gets a win and he gets the tournament and he gets his name on a trophy and he's in history as one of the uh, best of the Super Juniors. So good for him. One thing I think is notable for Hiromu's output is that he was statistically the Iron Man of the tournament. So he's not only had the longest match for this tournament, he's wrestled the most cumulative time. His shortest match is longer than seven wrestlers' median match times. Wow. His second longest match is also the second longest tournament match. And his shortest match is two seconds longer than Tiger Mask's longest match. Uh, this is all the guy uh, I mentioned earlier on, uh, Reddit user, the last rewind. He gave a full st- statistical breakdown of that. So that's worth checking out. Uh, TJ at Aspir underscore asks, uh, where do you think Hiromu stands in regard to past juniors, especially those in the golden age of juniors? Uh, Hiromu's always got good reactions, but the crowd during the final was insane. And you can't imagine any junior being more over than he is other than Liger and Tiger Mask now. Um... Uh, all right. Well, let's let's uh, let's go through the, some of those points. Uh, yes, he absolutely was over, like, no doubt about it. And yes, currently he he is is doing a wonderful job in that department. But I mean, let, listen. Let's go back to the Sayama Tiger Mask. Eh, there's there's not many people more over uh, than than Tiger Mask at that time. Go back and watch those tapes and the crowds reacting to him. Um, even Dynamite Kid, to a certain degree, you know, had had that heel heel heat um, in the early '80s. Um, you know, yeah, Nobuhiko Takada had had some pretty great reactions too as a junior. Um, Liger, of course. Um, 
uh, he's. I mean, listen, Takahashi's up there. Don't get me wrong. But we, I mean, I think the jury's still out on on best of all time and all that stuff. Um, he he is. He's had a he's had a nice two year run here, right? Um, and and he is absolutely popular now, and 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 the crowd reactions. But you know, there, there's there. I think he's he's. I, I don't think he's the best right now. Um, I think there's a long way to go before we we start talking about best junior of all time. Um, but listen, he's having a, a solid year and a solid run, and if he continues in this way and in this pattern, yeah, he's going to be in that conversation. Absolutely. Okay, I think that's fair enough. Uh, he definitely was jumping off the page this time last year because he had that amazing run of matches. And he cooled off a bit uh, the latter half of 2017, but he's back with a bang now, and I really expect him to push on and solidify himself as the top guy in the division. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, Joel, he, he, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, was, I, was, I know I'm cutting you off. I just wanted to make one more point. So, I mean, Sayama, yeah, 82, Tiger Mask. I don't think there's that. I mean, I, I think Liger gets longevity for best junior, and I think it's well-deserved, right, uh, as, as the best junior of all time. I th- but that that little that little stretch of Sayama, like you know, eighty two, eighty three ish, all all around there, I, you're hard pressed to find a, a more over wrestler. Period. Um, I mean, just with the the you know the 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 mania that 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 he brought on, like it it really was him and Anoki um, that that were carrying that promotion for a. Decent stretch uh, in, in those early '80s, and then you know, then you turn the corner with Fujinami and, and Choshu, and, and of course, still um, Anoki in the mix. Um, and then you know, Sayama gets off. You know, you know, doesn't like what the you know New Japan business dealings is, and he's trying to kind of make a name for himself even more. He sees the crowds that, that are coming in, and he's kind of like, "Hey, I'm kind of, I'm kind of bringing these people in here." Um, so he was a little unhappy, but you know, it, at that time when there was synergy and everybody was on the same page, business-wise and and otherwise, Sayama, I, I'm going to say it right now, Sayama blow blows away uh, Takahashi, right? Just just in just in general, um, interest and fan interest and and pops and all that stuff. Um, I I can't. I and again, I'm not knocking Takahashi, but um, he's not. Sayama Tiger Mask level for any by any stretch of the imagination right now. Yeah, you make some good points there. Um, certainly making me think back to my time reading uh, the Chris Charlton book Alliance Pride, which goes into good detail on all of that stuff. So if like me, you are a relatively new watcher of New Japan Pro Wrestling, do check out Chris's book because it's excellent stuff. Um, okay, so Ryusuke Taguchi, what did you think of his output during this tournament? Um, so usually he played that role. He played, usually he would play that role of, of Tiger Mask that, you know, Tiger Mask played this year. Right. Um, and you know, everybody talks about how, you know, when it's junior best of super junior time, you, you get less goofy to Gooch and you get more serious to Gooch. And I think there were times when you saw serious to Gooch, but it wasn't like past years, right? It wasn't like, uh, um, you know, years in the past three years, we'll call it. Um, where you got a really high level to Gooch, um, you didn't necessarily see that this year. Um, so I'm, uh, I think he played his role as 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 he should. Um, there was some serious to Gooch, which is which is my favorite to Gooch. Um, I'm gonna go B minus for to Gooch. Um, 
solid, good matches, nothing spectacular. I would have loved to have seen a more spectacular Taguchi. Um, wasn't to be. Somebody else was playing that role. Uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll put him. A, I'll give him a B minus. Yeah, again, I think that's fair. I always like serious Taguchi more than silly Taguchi. Uh, that's not to say I dislike Silly Taguchi because he does make me laugh uh, quite a lot. But he, when he did have those matches where he cranked into his uh, high gears, they were really, really enjoyable. Like the, the Chris Sabian match stood out to me uh, in the latter parts of the tournament as being uh, particularly good. So um, very enjoyable Taguchi. Um, how about Kushida, the last man in our list? I'm going to give him a B. Um I I'd like I'd like the Takahashi match more than you did. That's for sure. Um, I thought I thought he was very solid, which is weird because usually you're looking at excellence and and talking about him in in that regard. I don't know if I can go with excellent. I can go with really good. I can go with good, but I don't know if I can go excellent. So I'm going to give him a B. Um, I don't think this was his best one. I don't think this was his best, 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 best of the super juniors. I think there were other people that outshined him, uh, and and the you know that's fair. Um, but if you're comparing like the previous three years, I would say this one's kind of in the middle to to lower if you're comparing all those years. And again, being in the finals helps, and being the the focal point helps, and. And and he helped elevate other people. That's for sure. Um, but I'm going to go B. I'm going to go uh, a sol- a solid, hearty, meaty B. Okay, I concur. I think uh, his output wasn't as high as it was in the last best of Super Juniors, but he wasn't in a position uh, to shine as much as he was back then. So I think that's a fair grade. So that's it. That's all our best of the Super Juniors talk. Is there anything else you want to say about the tournament before we move on, Damon? Uh, no, I think overall, I think everybody enjoyed it. I think uh, the finals match, again, we'll be talking about that at, at, for year-end awards for sure. Um, I think we have uh, a, a, you know, a, a new, fresh uh, Ishimori that's going to uh, instill a lot of life. Uh, we have El Desperado, who's, who's once again taking another leap and another level in his progression that people are really recognizing. Uh, hopefully, we see more of ACH, and hopefully, we see more of Dragon Lee. All right, that's that for the juniors. Okay, so just something to cleanse the palate before we move on to talk about Dominion. AMB at Abenja1 asks, with almost half the year over, how do you think New Japan match-wise quality is compared with last year? Do you think it's on track to be better, the same, or less good? Hmm. I think I think Dominion's really going to to be the, the, the swing, right? I mean, D- Dominion on paper... Uh, has the potential to have at least three matches that'll that'll be in the talk of um, match of the year on one show, and and truth be told, a solid undercard. Um, so that that could be the swing. Um, last year was 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 an amazing year, and the year before that, uh, you know, amazing as well. Um, I think it's. You know, you look at the best matches of the year, though. Um, I th- we're probably not quite up to the pace as we were last year, right? Just, just kind of going off my mind's eye. 
Um, I mean, you know, last year you had that dome show where, you know, f- four matches were easily talked about in match of the year talk in this dome. Mm, I don't know if Jay White Tanahashi is being talked about, right? <laughs> I don't know if, uh, uh, the juniors match, well, possibly. Um, but I think you got your Jericho and, and, and Omega and Naito and Okada. Um, I think you're close. I, I think you're we're a little bit behind, but I think Dominion's going to be the swing. If, if Dominion hits the ball out of the park, which we all kind of think it is, um, we could be on pace for, because again, we haven't even hit G1. So, and that's really where the meat and potatoes for New Japan heavyweights occur. So, uh, Dominion G1 will be, will tell the tale. How's that? The problem I've got with uh, Dominion at the moment is that I need the hype video. You know, the little VTRs with the, the match lineups and all the hype mm-hmm. stuff that they do with a guy who says, like, main event, IWGP, Heavy Q, Sensken Jai, Kenny Omega, Barsas, Okada Kazuchika. I need that wow. video. Because the one they did for Dominion last year was great and the music was awesome. And I've just been clicking refresh on YouTube today just because I need that to really get me in the zone. I don't know if you are the person who enjoys the VTRs as well. I love them. Um, I absolutely love them. Yes, and, I, and I'm in full agreement. Uh, it sounds like you have it down already. I mean, listen, you could just record yourself doing it and play that on a loop. Um, yeah, I, I, like the, I like the hype videos, and I think they, they do some of the best um, in, in all of pro wrestling. It's coming. You should see it in the next day or two, I would think, right? Uh, but you got to be hyped. Listen, Joel. You got to be fucking out of your mind right now, it, yeah. Because in just a few short days, you're hopping on a, on one of those jet airplanes. You're hopping over to Osaka, and you're gonna and you're gonna see a show that again. I look at that on paper. That that show's better than Wrestle Kingdom to me. That show's better than Wrestle Kingdom. Um, you're in for a treat. You're gonna see. You're gonna see. You're gonna see a hell of a fucking show at the very least. Um, this is this is a show where my lazy ass might uh, drag up out of bed and watch live. This one might be a, a watch live show because uh, I, am, I am hyped. I think the New Japan universe is hyped. And, uh, and you're a lucky dog, kid. You're a lucky fucking dog because you're going to see some nice pro wrestling uh, in just a few days. Right, well, if you watch it live, then I guess we could do uh, a cheeky little podcast from my hotel room immediately after the show. How about that? Wow, you want to go instant take, huh? All right, listen. Maybe we do that. But we'll talk we'll talk behind the scenes, but an instant take, that might that might be something we could do, Joel. That might be something we could do. The drawback of that will be I think one of my strengths as a podcast host is that trawling social media as I do, I'm good at picking out other people's hot takes and these little interesting factoids and insight and stuff, which I'm not so good at coming up with myself. So doing uh, an instantaneous reaction from the show uh, would lose that because I wouldn't have a chance to collect all that stuff. But I think there would be uh, a certain appeal of the immediacy of doing that. So um, we can have a think about that. Maybe I'll make a Twitter poll, see what people think. All right, that's fine. I'm down for anything you need. And again, listen, you're going to be you're going to be hyped up after this event. You're going to you're going to want to go out and hit a couple of the. Uh, you know, get a couple pops and you a couple strong zeros. I'm sure with the with the friends. So, uh, uh, you know, whatever we got to do, uh, I'm down. I, I would do a, I would do a, an instant hot take show. Again, doesn't have to be too long, but let's get the emotion of the event. Let's get how you're feeling. Get to, let's give the live takes, uh, all that fun stuff. I think that'd be a, a fun, nice idea. 
Okay, so to start off with, I was just looking at the people who are not on this show. We've got no Ibushi, no Kushida, uh, guys like Fale, uh, G.O.D., Bushi, a few prominent names missing from this show. Any thoughts on that? I, I got to be honest with you, everybody but Kushida that you named, I'm okay with, right? Um, all right? Uh, no, I, look, I, you. this lineup, to me, is it's it's tight. It doesn't feel like it's it, you're you know. I mean, listen. There are plenty of, um, you know, tag matches on the undercard, but there always is. But even the tag matches seem really interesting to me. I mean, even like Ishii and and Yano against uh, Suzuki and and Zach. I'm down with that. That's fine. I mean, the idea of of Ishii and 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 Zach or Ishii and 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 Suzuki in the ring. I mean, Yano, give or take. But, you know, those three are good. Three out of four ain't bad. Um, Juice and uh, and uh, uh, David Finley, Yoshihashi and Jay White. Okay. Well, there's a history there with the, the that U.S. Uh, IWGP title, right? That Great. Uh, Show and Yo against uh, El Desperado and, and Kanemaru. Okay, great. We know there's a history there. Uh, Goto, Elgin, and your boy Tai Chi. Which I think I gotta be honest. I think that match is going to be great. I think that match is going to be really good. Because and you want to know why? The X factor in that match is Michael Elgin, and I'll tell you why. Uh, who has more experience in these three way matches than any of fucking Michael Elgin? He's worked a trillion of these things in, in all over the states, right? Uh, he can he can he can kind of come up with those creative ideas and creative spots. The second X factor is I'll say it, Tai Chi. What, tai Chi is going to be counted on to be the big bumper. He's going to be taking some crazy fucking shit. You know that, right? So he's going to be leaned on for that. Uh, and then it's Goto. Goto can rise, you know, in in a big spot, and I think he will here too. Joe, you got Sonata and Evil against the Young Bucks. That match is going to be fucking great. Bucks challenging for the world title. That's the, listen, this is the first time I've been excited for a, an IWGP heavyweight tag title match in a real long time. I mean, legitimately excited. Legitimately looking forward to seeing the match. And then, to top that all off, the, the nonsense never six-man titles, right, that we all love, that we all love to shit on, this, that's going to be a fun, interesting match. Liger, Mysterio, Tanahashi, Against Rhodes, Hangman, Skrull. That's going to be a good, fun fucking match. And that's the undercard. That's the undercard. We haven't even gotten into Jericho and, and Naito. We haven't even touched uh, uh, Osprey and, and, and Hiromo. And then, to cap it all off, to put, a, to put a fucking cherry on this great night, you got Okada and Omega, once again, who have proven that they have blown away the star rating system. They've proven that they've blown away great pro wrestling in a match where there is, again, we go. I don't want to say Iron Man, but no disqualification. It's going to go at least an hour, right? How great is that? I don't think you two the two best pro wrestlers in the world today, once again, locking horns and, 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 and entertaining on a big show, that's going to be great. And, dare I say, Either way it goes, it'll be historic. Whoever, whoever, if Okada loses, major historic. If Omega loses, 
it's historic in in a way that will have people scratching their heads, a lot of a lot of chatter, a lot of buzz. And it'll be interesting to see how the how the new Japan North American community reacts to Kenny Omega losing here again. Yes, definitely. Uh, very divisive, I think. And for me, 50-50 on the outcome of that main event. But we will come on to that. Let's go match by match here. So first match on the card, we've got the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship. Uh, El Desperado and Yoshinobu Kanemaru against Sho and Yo. Uh, what are your thoughts on this match? I think it's going to be good. I think there's, you know, I don't think uh, they have a history. They've worked together. They know each other pretty well at this point. Um, I, I unfortunately think it has to be quick. That's the one, the one thing that, I, that I'm somewhat concerned with is, you know, the pacing of this show. You know, we, we know the main event's going to go a long time. So I, I'm, my concern is, is that some of these undercard matches might got, not get the time that they need to develop. Um, so I think this one might be a quickie. Um, I mean, what do we do? We, give it, we go show and yo uh, on this one? Uh, I'll go show and yo and... Maybe that frees up El Desperado for a little bit more singles fun. Yeah, I would agree with that. I was thinking actually about Ishimori and where he goes. Maybe you can have uh, Ishimori and Marty Skull making a, a Bullet Club uh, junior heavyweight tag team to feud with Rapongi 3K. How about that? That's not bad. I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that for uh, a little bit. Again, my biggest concern is I don't want to have uh, Ishimori cool off at all. Um, I, I want to take advantage of what it is, but that that's not a that's not a bad spot temporarily. I'll take it. Okay, second match then: David Finley and Juice Robinson against Yoshihashi and Jay White. Um, I, here's here's the the best part of this is uh, there's a history with the uh, IWGP uh, uh, US title, and I think this match will have ramifications for. Um, strong style in Long Beach or Long Beach, um, San Francisco at the Cow Palace, right? I think, you know, if you're looking at one match that will kind of, you know, know, help tell a story of what we're going to be seeing in California, I think this match you could circle. So uh, I think somebody gets a pinfall on Jay White here to kind of set up a future title match. um, And I'll go juice for that. Yeah, I agree. I think we're definitely getting Juice versus uh, Jay White at the Cow Palace for the US title. Uh, I thought we might get that match at Dominion, but I can't really argue with the decision to, to defer that. And I think having this tag match uh, will build that up quite nicely. Uh, obviously, Finley and Juice have got really good chemistry together. And uh, in opposing sides, Finley has worked a feud with Jay White. That was great. And I think Juice Robinson and Jay White were heating up very nicely in the interactions they were having. The only X factor here is Yoshihashi, who I don't think has chemistry with any of these people. But you know what? He, he could be okay. I'm, but uh, I, I have my doubts over his inclusion in this match. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's... that's Yeah. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> it's, it's hard to me have opinions on him. Uh. Okay, so third match then. We've got Toriyano and Tomohiro Ishii against Zack Sabre Jr. and Minoru Suzuki. Uh, we saw a bit of a face-off between Ishii and Suzuki at the finals of the best of the Super Juniors. So there's been some speculation that this could be leading to a possible Rev Pro British heavyweight title match between Suzuki and Ishii somewhere down the line. Um, could possibly be at one of those shows in the UK. What do you think about this tag that, team match? 
Yeah. Uh, look, I, I I let off with that, right? So I'm I'm hyped for it. Uh, the ideas of of Suzuki in the ring uh, with Ishii is great. Um, if that helps set up some type of uh, you know, I know Suzuki and 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 uh, Zach are are British tag team champions, if I'm not mistaken, right? For Rev Pro, um, Ishii is the British heavyweight champion, right? Okay. Um, so Correct. Yeah, maybe one of those two combinations. Listen, if you, Ishii in the ring with Zach and Ishii in the ring with with Suzuki, I'm in. I don't give a shit if it's for the for the British heavyweight title. I don't care if it's for the tag titles. Uh, we'll figure all that out. Just get them get them in the ring together. Um, can can this be a uh, a catalyst for that? Eh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if they would book something at Dominion to specifically have ramifications for Rev Pro. Um, or, or any British promotion, to be quite honest. Um, I mean, they can use that as a spark, but I don't, I don't know if they're booking specifically for that reason. But uh, no, I'm in. I think this tag match will be great. Y- y- Yano aside, I think this tag match will be great. Also, another slight question I have is, what music do the Suzuki Gun team come out to? Because I always want the chance to sing the Kaze Nina Rei theme. But and also, I am a fan of the music of Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, did you manage to check out that episode of Music of the Mat? Let me tell you something. I certainly did, young man, and you did an outstanding job on that podcast. Um, I oh, encourage. Stop it! Li- no, uh, listen to me. I, I was sitting there with my wife listening to it uh, on the couch, and li- I'm not only give away spoilers, but I'm going to tell everybody right now. And I'm not just saying this because you're my co-host. What an outstanding job you did. In, in your preparation and your homework and and having insightful information and dare I say the the best thing about that was a personal story that you shared on that podcast uh, uh, relating to and tying it into uh, the Zack Saber song uh, what Idols Mothers by um, Idols right which is a great song um, it is on many a Spotify playlist for me. Uh, you 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 hit a home run there, champ. Because I was looking at my wife, and she's looking at me like, "What in the fuck?" So uh, yes, uh, I would I would recommend anyone as soon as you're done listening to this, hop on that. What is it? Uh, music mat music. What is it? What? Help me out. Music of the mat. It's on oh. the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network, or you can find it on its own independent feed if you search for Music of the Mat. Uh, Andrew Rich does that. He's great. Uh, he breaks down um, wrestling music. Uh, each week there's a different theme, so it could be a particular wrestler's back catalogue of themes or a particular stable or a company, and really, really good stuff. So I'm glad I managed to crowbar that in somewhere. Well, it, it's honestly, okay. I, again, I'm not just saying it just to say it. It's really good. I think I think, I think uh, the show is entertaining. The show is good. The mix-in of the music is great. Uh, and again, I think you did um, an outstanding job. Uh, with your homework and again um, I wholeheartedly encourage everyone to give it a listen thank you it was very kind of you Um, let's talk about the fourth match then Uh, you touched upon it earlier this never open weight championship three-way match between Hiroki Goto Michael Elgin and Taichi Uh, I am not the biggest fan of three-way matches or four-way matches or multi-man matches but now that you have sold me on it, I'm feeling a bit more excited about this. Um, I am hoping to see our Lord Taichi crowned with as the never open weight championship. How do you see this match going? I know, uh, I know, everybody wants to see it. Um, Taichi taking that never title. 
Uh, I think we will see a title change. Um, 